Welcome to Kodesh Louisville. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Reverend Harold Eddie He serves as a reverend in the United Denominations, originating of the Lighthouse Group of Churches, with over 3,000 branches worldwide. Reverend Harold currently pastors the Louisville Branch, a vibrant church located in the Kentucky area. We believe this message will give you the grace to strengthen your Christian life. Now listen to Reverend Harold. We thank God for his goodness. We thank him for everything that he has done for us. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you excited to be here? Yes. Amen. I want us to pray. Amen. And we're going to pray for something very simple. If you will turn your Bibles with me. Let's go to Ezekiel chapter 33. Ezekiel chapter 33, verse 11. Hallelujah. I want us to pray seriously this morning what we are going to pray for we are going to pray for the salvation of our families amen Amen. Amen. the Lord has laid it on my heart that we should pray as a church that every member of our family will be saved last Friday we were here and from 10 to 2 a.m. we're just crying because the God that we serve is not a man that he should lie. It is not his desire that anyone perish and go to hell. Hell is not a place for us. God never made hell. I mean, yesterday it really broke my heart. For the man we met, he said, I'm comfortable to go to hell. I said everything that I can say. I'm comfortable it doesn't matter what you think I'm comfortable to go to hell and so he just outright rejected but in Ezekiel chapter 33 verse 11 it says that say unto them as I live saith the Lord I'm saying to you this morning say unto them I'm saying to us it says that I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked. God has no pleasure. You are here, you don't know the Lord. God does not want you to die to go to hell. He wants to give you a chance. He wants to save your life. He wants to save your family. Your father must be saved. Your mother must be saved. Your brothers must be saved. Your nieces, your nephews, they all must be saved. Because God does not want any of us to perish and go to hell and he says that he does not have have any pleasure in the death of the wicked but that the wicked turn from his ways and live God wants our family members to turn around no matter how wicked they are no matter how unbelieving they are Jesus Christ shed his blood for all 
His blood was shed for all of us. His blood will wash away our sins. It can wash away the sins of our family members. Turn ye, turn ye from your evil ways. For why will ye die, O house of Israel? Why will you die without giving your life to Jesus Christ? Why should any member of my family die without knowing the Lord? This morning, for the next 10 to 15 minutes, we're going to cry unto God. If you know any member of your family who does not know the Lord, I want you to just begin to talk. Open your mouth and begin to talk. Begin to talk to him. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. You have an unsaved husband. Pray for them. You have an unsaved child. Pray for them. You have someone in your family that needs Jesus. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. This is a very important prayer. It is a very important prayer. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you for you have no delight. Father, you have no delight in the death of the wicked. Therefore, O oh God, this morning we come and we yield ourselves to you. We commit our hearts and we commit our minds and we commit our spirits, O oh God. We commit everything that we are, O oh God, into your hands, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I pray, O oh God, I pray, O oh God, and I lift up your church before you. You have no delight in the death of the wicked. You have no delight in the death of our family members. Somebody just don't stand there. Open your mouth and pray. Open your out and pray don't just be a spectator salvation salvation of your family salvation of your family salvation of your family you cannot say that i don't feel like praying because hellfire hellfire is awaiting the wicked but god wants to save you he wants to save your family he wants to save your children he wants to save our siblings father in the mighty name of jesus i lift up oh god every member of my family and oh god i also come for your divine mercy i ask for your divine mercy i ask for your divine mercy show my family mercy my god every member of my family that does not know the lord my nieces my nephews my oh god cousins my aunties my uncles my parents my siblings oh god in the mighty name of you you don't delight somebody cry out unto god plead the mercy plead the mercy no matter what they have done the blood of jesus christ is speaking better thing than the blood of abraham so the blood of Jesus Christ, it can cry, it can cry. The blood reaches to the highest mountain. It goes down to the lowest valley. No matter what, no matter what. Lift up your voice. Pray, 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 pray. Pray, pray, pray all over the sanctuary. Cry, cry for the salvation of your family. Cry for the salvation of your family. Cry for the salvation of your parents. Cry for your own salvation. My God, my God, let none die and go to hell. Let none die and go to hell. But as you have said, you have no delight. You have no pleasure in the death of the wicked. Therefore, oh God, you want to give us another chance. Save our Kanyan Sam. Save our family. Save our family. In the mighty name of Jesus, my God, my God, my God, my God, my God, my God, pray, 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 somebody, pray that your family shall be saved, pray that your family shall be saved, for salvation is for you and your entire family, your entire household, my God, my God, my God, let no member of my family, lay man, 
if you know somebody in your family who does not know the Lord who is not saved pray that God will save them save them save them save our friends save our loved ones save their lives open your mouth pray open your mouth and pray we come I plead the blood. I plead the blood over your children. Every member of this house and their family. In the name of Jesus. Let all men come to the saving knowledge of Christ. This is your will. This is your will. This is your will. Plead the message of God. Father, we pray for mercy. Show us mercy. Show your church mercy. Show our family members mercy. Many are dying. This very minute, somebody has lost their life. But God has given you the chance, the opportunity. In the name of Jesus. Father, let our families be saved. Let our families be saved. Let our families be saved. My God, everyone that is close by us. Church, you don't know. You don't know what it means for somebody to die and go to hell. If you know, you will stand in the gap. Any member of our family who does not know the Lord, Father, we ask for your mercy. We ask that you will show mercy. For you will choose to show mercy to whom thou will choose to show mercy. Therefore, have mercy on our families. Every member of our household be saved in the name of Jesus. Every member of our family that, oh God, is in bondage. We pray that they will be set loose in the name of Jesus. Them that are bound in the realms of the spirit, we pray that they will be loose in the name of Jesus. Send forth a laborer that will preach the gospel unto them. Let no member, may we never hear that any member of our family is dead but does not know the Lord. Father, let it come to pass that as we stand here and we lift up our voice and we plead for your mercy, it is not your delight that the wicked shall perish. Therefore, oh God, save our family, save our children, save our parents, save our friends, save everyone that is around us. May none die and go to hell. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise. In Jesus' name. Amen. Shall we have our seat before the Lord? Choir, fill the front spaces. Amen. Just fill the front spaces. Samuel, Sammy, come and sit in the front. Come forward. Fill the front spaces. Hallelujah. We bless the Lord. I want us to continue as a church to continue and pray for the salvation of our families. 
Amen. God wants to save our families. You can sit right there. There's a, a seat right there. Hallelujah. Very great. Amen. Wow. What a blessing. What a blessing. What a blessing. Turn to a brother or sister. Hey, why are there so many people up there? Just leave the person that's projecting. The rest of you come and stay amongst us. Just one person or two people. The rest of you come down. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. There's a love corner right here. So, But from this time, I'm the main person. I am carrying the word of God. After the word of God, we would celebrate love. Amen. What a joy that it is. Turn to a brother or sister sitting by you. Tell them, I'm glad I'm sitting by you. Tell them, I was looking forward to sitting by you. If you are sitting in a place, there is somebody to your left and your right. Talk to both of them. Hallelujah. Ask them, aren't you glad you are sitting by me? Aren't you glad you are sitting by a blessed person? Tell them, just in case you don't know, God has really blessed me. And you are also blessed just because you are sitting by me. Tell them, I believe it. Tell them, I believe it. And I know it. Hallelujah. We bless the Lord. Amen. So last week, Sunday, by the grace of God, we started talking about what it means to catch the spirit of the house. And we said that when you go to every house, it will not take you long to realize that they do things differently. Amen? Some people, when they get home, they just take their shoe and they toss it. Wherever it lands, it lands. But if you live in the house with a melancholic, when you put the shoe here, they will take it and go and put it in the closet. Amen. You don't put things anyhow. Even if you put the pillow on the bed after you make the bed and then the pillow looks like this, they will come and take it and put it like this. It's a melancholic. Hallelujah. Because when you go to every house, things are different. But it doesn't mean that that is wrong. The way I bring up my children and the way you bring up your children, there may be similarities and there may be differences. But it doesn't mean that I'm doing something wrong. The same way when you go to a church. Every church has a specific anointing. In other places, they believe in dominion. Every message is about dominion. In some churches, it's prosperity. 15 ways you can become prosperous. Open your mouth and receive it. Then you have become prosperous. But in our house, there is a specific anointing. 
That is why it is important that we catch the spirit of the house. Because without the spirit of the house, we will not be able to do the work the way God wants us to do it. And I was saying that you cannot use Bishop T.D. Jake's anointing to pastor this church. Neither can you use Cleflo Dallas anointing to pastor this church. There is a specific grace on our father, Bishop Dark Edward Mills. You can use a Dark's anointing to pastor a Kodesh church or a lighthouse church. So catching the spirit of the house is knowing the way they do things in a specific place. That's why there is a saying that it's not the Bible that says that. There is a saying that when you go to Rome, you do what the Romans do. It's nowhere in the Bible. But at, three, at least whilst you are in Rome, you observe to see how things are done. You cannot easily come to my house and cook your, your favorite food and then I will enjoy it. Because what may be your favorite may actually not be the person who is eating's favorite. That is why there are so many restaurants out there. But yet, people still go to each I remember one time we went to a restaurant and there were a lot of people in line. They said the wait is like two and a half hours. Then we saw another one adjacent to it. That one, as soon as we got there, no, it's available. We looked at one or two and we said, no. In fact, for the sake of time, let's go. We regretted going to the place that was available because there is a reason why there is a long line. There is a reason. The food must be good. There is something there that people like that no matter how long they have to wait, that is what they want to eat. In 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 20, that in a great house, Bible says that there are many vessels. And I'm convinced that this is a great house because there are many vessels. God has blessed us with over 18 nationalities. Why will God do that? Because one mark of a great house is that there are many vessels. But in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth, and some to honor and some to dishonor. Whether the vessel is to honor or vessel is not to dishonor, they are all in a great house. Are you still here? Therefore, when God is doing something, one of the marks is that God will bring a lot of people into the church. But everybody is a type of vessel. But the spiritual truth is that every vessel has to conform to what the house, the owner of the house wants. That is what it means to what? To what? Purge yourself. Because in my house, I have a favorite cup. Anything I want to drink, that is what I want to put in it. The only thing that does not go into it is soup. But everything that is drinkable goes into that cup. Because a vessel that you like, you will use it. That is why somebody would have a specific car. When they finish, the car is spot or the car is total. They go back and they buy another of the same kind. So in a great house, there are what? There are many vessels. And God has brought you here because you are a type of a vessel. And God has something for you to do in the house of the Lord. 
But the best way that we will move forward as a church is that we must catch the spirit that is in the house. We must catch the spirit that is in the house. The church of God is never a competition. If somebody comes to build a church next door to us, I should not be afraid because there's a peculiar grace that is upon this house. And that grace will be differentiated from the grace that is next door. Can I have an amen? amen. Hallelujah. So I promise that I'm going to teach us, I'm going to talk to us about what it means to catch the spirit of the house and eight things that you must catch. And I want you to write them down. Eight things that you must catch. Hallelujah. Are you still here or you have gone home? Only five people are here. Hallelujah. Eight things that you must catch. I believe that this message is really going to define the church to us. And we will know that the church of God, this is where you want to be. Number one, there are eight things that we must catch in every ministry. You must endeavor to catch. The first thing that you must catch is the vision of the house. Wherever you go, there is a vision. The vision of the United Denomination or Kodesh Family Church or Lighthouse Churches, our vision is soul winning and church planting. There is nothing on the face of the earth that carries more value than soul winning. Winning souls unto the Lord. That is why we take evangelism seriously. Hallelujah. When we went for the camp meeting, our bishop was telling us that, you see, the Lord showed him that the Healing Jesus campaign is the flower of the church. The soul winning movement of the church. There's so many things that is going on in the church. So many things going all around the world. He said that the Lord told him that the, the Healing Jesus campaign, that is the evangelistic move of the church, is the flower of the church. And the flower is the beautiful part of a plant. So no wonder that soul winning and church planting is what? The vision of the church. One thing that moves the heart of God, the one thing that changes the mood of God is when a sinner comes back home. It's not about fire, fire. Receive, receive, receive. If we win souls, we will change the mood of God. And whatever you need, you will receive it. It's not about, I want this, I need this, Lord. Give me this, Lord. Give me. When we win souls, we change the mood of God. God begins to know that I like you. Bible says that if one person comes to the saving knowledge of Christ, there is great rejoicing in heaven. The only thing that changes the mood in heaven is when somebody gives their life to Christ. And so if the thing that we are doing is causing somebody to give their life to Christ, then God also would make sure that there is joy in your life. So the vision of this church is so winning and church planted. It's not about prosperity. It's not about dominion. It's not about gimme, gimme, gimme. My name is Jimmy. It is so winning and church planted. Are you still here? Because the harvest is truly plenteous. But the laborers are few. 
if we plant a church on the west side Sunday morning you'll be surprised you go and the, about the same amount of people are seated and they are receiving the gospel so winning and church planting recently our bishop even took the vision further you see one of the things that you can see of a genuine person and somebody who is truly called is somebody who does not change this book was written way in the 80s but the vision of soul winning and church planting still remains the same all the african countries many places right now the church is planning on going to islands to take the gospel how many preachers are going to the islands how many preachers every corner of your village healing jesus campaign has gone there to preach the gospel there's nobody sitting here that that movement has never visited your place when it was his birthday he gave the church a new vision two million souls on a Sunday morning all across the world it means that many more should come to know Christ it means that many people need to know Christ everybody got to know who Jesus is your family got to know who Jesus is many people around you have to know who Jesus is and our vision is so winning and 20,000 pastors 20,000 churches 2,000 church buildings and 200 bishops the man's heart has not changed and it is the same heart that God has given us to do his work so winning and church planting when you come to this church don't expect anything more work for the Lord because as you are working for the Lord that is where God is going to change your life some of us as we labor for the Lord God is going to save your family members as you labor for the Lord God is going to snatch somebody from jail work for the Lord because when we appear before God the only thing that will count is what you did for the Lord here on earth so we need a church planting that is why we must support the evangelistic move you should, you should not even entertain the idea that somebody is taking money from you because a time will come when there is no healing Jesus campaign you could be a millionaire Bible says that it is a curse to have and not be able to spend it have an amen. amen it is a blessing for the church to be involved in evangelism and for you to have the opportunity to support about a few months we're talking about supporting healing jesus campaign it's only ten dollars a month just ten dollars a month and your ten dollars can save ten souls when you appear before god every month you save ten souls god will be happy with you that is the one thing that changes the mood of God. Our vision, soul winning and church planting. We train pastors. As I'm standing here right now, there is good news. Two of our members, as I'm standing here right now, two of our members are being appointed as pastors in Chicago right now. 
from today from today ms hans is no longer ms hans ms hans is pastor hans pastor hans in the house yeah our sister nana Ousu is coming back as lady pastor lady p nana Ousu she's been appointed as a pastor Bishop will say, we just don't point and say that, sister, what's your name? Pamela. Pamela, you are a pastor. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. We train pastors. We train people. In our church, we take exams. We stay behind. We go through, we take exams. It's not an exam that you can joke with. We take exams. And you are trained you you help with the work you go out there you do the work and you accumulate points and when that point is accumulated and you have a recommendation of your pastor and your bishop you will be appointed as a pastor i see many pastors here i said the young people young people young pastors just keep on keep on going Young pastors, pastoring the work of God. Can I have an amen? amen? Are you still here? So when they come, don't call them MS, MS. MS is over. Now he's pastor hands. When he comes, you see his cross. You now you will see that he's a pastor. Can I have an amen? amen. Are you still here or you have gone home? Catch the vision of the house. So we need next week Sunday the tent is our healing Jesus campaign service. What is it about? Just prepare a special offering. Nobody's giving you amount, but from the depth of your heart, support the healing Jesus campaign. Whatever you will give, do your best for the Lord. It's one of the reasons why Bishop preached the meeting. Can't you do just a little bit more? Think about souls, think about how heaven will be excited. If your dollar can change somebody's life. Can I have an amen? Can I have an amen? Are you still here? So what is the vision of the church? Prince. Uh-huh. And church planting. You're thinking about your love. So you are, you are not paying attention. Lamu. I see a lot of lamu on your face. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you still here? We have to plant churches. We'll plant two churches this year. I say we'll plant two churches this year. We'll plant two churches this year. We have started praying about it. One, two, three, four, five. Here, go and help this person plant church. That is how it's going to look like. Because if we leave you, you will not do it. Can I have an amen? How many of us would like to help plant a church? You are not going too far. You are not going. Don't say that. And they will take me to Kochobamba. Kochobamba. No, no. Around this area. Around. How many of us would like to help build a church? Plant a church. Wow. It's powerful. If you have lifted up your hands, that's why I was scanning. So it means I don't need permission to. 
Can I have an amen? amen? So winning and church planting. Desire to become a pastor. Desire to be a serious worker. Pamela, right? Desire to do something for the Lord. You can become a lady pastor. You can't believe it. The day it will happen, you'll be surprised. I believe it. Because God is not looking for gift. God is not looking for talent. In a great house, there are many vessels. Some to honor, some to dishonor. Some are made of gold. Some are made of silver. Some are made of wood. Some are made of earth. All these ones, they have a common name. Vessel. Not every city is the same. Not every village is the same. Your village may be totally different from my village. In my village, maybe an earth vessel is what would work. When you leave this place and you take any electrical gadget and you take it to my country, you need a step down or step up. It's a step up. No, you, you need... You need a step down. You need a step down. Because everything here is 110 votes. And then we use one, uh, 240. So you need to step it down to be able to handle the appliance. A step down. I, I'm a science student. So I know my math. What a shock. But guess what? You cannot just take it. There is a type of something that would work. And that's why I say that your type of vessel can work in the corner in Kentucky. Soul winning and church planting is the vision of the church. Hallelujah. Sometimes I have people come to me, Pastor, why don't we do a, a fire for fire night service? All that is part of the calling. But our focus should not be there every time. Fire come down. Fire come down. Fire come The fire of God will come down when souls are worn unto him. Listen, don't be, give me, give me, give me. Lord, give me. You want to see signs and wonders. Let us focus on souls. When we win souls, Jesus will be happy. Heaven will be happy. Your life will be happy. Your children will be blessed. There is no other thing that excites heaven. In the case of the prodigal son, when he came back home, the father was happy. Even though he had taken his possessions to go and waste it. But the mere fact that he came back home, that is what brought the rejoicing. Put a ring on his finger. Kill the fat of ram. Have a party. Let there be music. Music does not just happen in heaven unless a soul is won. Aside the normal worship, the tune changes. Sometimes you are playing music and all of a sudden the tune changes. The music in heaven is like a step up. Great rejoicing because all the angelic beings and the father gets excited when the soul is worn. You must catch the spirit of this house. Moses in Numbers chapter 11. Numbers 11 verse 17. The Lord said that bring 70 men. I will take of the spirit that is upon you. Place it upon them that they may help you bear the burden. You don't need any other anointing. You need the anointing of the house to do well in this house. Can I have an amen? amen. 
Eh, what is the pastor talking about? It's the Bible. Unless you have the spirit of Moses, you cannot work with Moses. Unless you have the spirit of Moses, you cannot work with Moses. You cannot easily become John the Baptist and work with Moses. Maybe if you be, the spirit of John the Baptist is the same spirit that was on Elijah, so that too can be compatible. But you cannot. You really cannot. Can I have an amen? Are you still here? You have gone home. You're still here. Number two, the second thing that we must catch. I'm giving us eight things that we must catch. The principles of the house. So the first is the vision of the house. And the second is what? The principles of the house. What is the principle of the house? The principle is the word of God. We don't preach proverbs. We don't preach proverbs here. We preach the word of God. Everything is backed by scripture. Anytime somebody speaks anything about your life, there must be a biblical reference. There must be a biblical reference. Do not be this. Don't let any prophet look at you and begin to say things about you. There has to be a source in the word of God. And I was telling us, God is a just God. If God wants to reveal something about your life, and he tells me to say it, somebody else will confirm it. Or in the morning, when you pick up your Bible to read your Bible, your quiet time, the Lord will speak to you through that word. Can I have an amen? amen? Check if the person sitting by you is sleeping and tell them that, open your eyes. Tell them it's not time for meditation. I'll give you time after medita- for meditation after one o'clock. Can I have an amen? Amen. Are you still here? The principle of this house is the word of God. The word of God supersedes everything else. If I don't preach the word of God, come and tell me that, Pastor, you don't preach the word of God. Put more word in the word. Are you still here? It is our principle to reject things that are not Firmly based on the word of God. We believe on the word of God. We believe that you cannot be sleeping with somebody when you have not married them. Because there's nowhere in the Bible that condones and connive with it. We believe so. Hey, why is that quiet in the house? It's like all of a sudden i can drop a pin and i'll hear it it's nothing personal that is what we believe can i have an amen Amen. so go and tell that guy that my pastor says you better do the right thing tell them and if they don't do the right thing it's going to be a problem can i have an amen? amen we also have the principle of loyalty Loyalty is that you remain constant. You do not change. You see, I I feel that I'm trying to be a loyal pastor. In spite of everything that I do, throughout the week, you are on my mind. Amen. Throughout the week, I pray for you, you are on my mind. Don't doubt it. Just believe it. 
Because that is what God has placed in my heart. The principle of loyalty. I must remain constant. How will you feel if you showed up at work or you came to church next week Sunday? Where is pastor? Pastor got a job in California. They said they are going to give him $50,000 extra. So he looked left. No, left. This is my left. He looked left and he looked right. They said, oh, the church will survive. So he, he accepted the offer. And then he moved. How will you feel? This is Eric. Very broken. Very broken. How will you feel? Frustrated. Frustrated. Sister Jenny, how will you feel? Very sad. Very sad. Oh. Bro, how do you feel? Bad. Bad. Enough of you here. Let's go here. Sister, how will you feel? Amen. But you just get up. You accept offers. And you are gone. By the time you hear, say, Pastor, I've relocated to New York. I mean, Saskatchewan. I'm on the beach. loyalty be faithful we believe in loyalty loyalty in your marriage loyalty in your relationship loyalty everywhere that you go because in matthew chapter 5 23 and then 24 bible says that to this morning i was preaching about relationship and proton it means first things first jesus christ said that when you bring an offering to the altar and you remember that somebody has something against you leave the offering go and first reconcile go and restore that relationship and then come back and then come and come and do your presentation loyalty in your relationship we believe that husbands must be faithful you cannot have a wife and looking at other bottoms you are not permitted to you cannot you cannot yeah in chemistry where is the professor in chemistry are you to your pharmacist? You know, we, we have a round bottom flask. Yeah, where we mix stuff, chemical reactions. One of these days, as you are looking at the bottoms, it will explode. And some will fall in your eyes. When you are coming to church, you, you do it like What happened to your eyes? You can't say it. Because it's not a good thing that happened to you. is the word of God. Our principle is loyalty. Be loyal at your workplace. Be loyal in church. Be loyal wherever you go. Loyalty is something that we believe in. As long as the Lord has called me, I'll be loyal. I'll pastor you until the Lord says, don't move away. Then I move. I'm your pastor. I'm not going in. I've not changed my mind. And I'm not changing my mind until the Lord goes inside and changes it but it will not be changed because of money it will not be changed because of money money cannot rule our lives don't take decisions based on your on money and your belly don't always put it to the side 
because God is capable of taking care of you. Remember what I said, D.L. Moody says that give your life to Jesus Christ. Give your life to God because he can do better with your life than you can. God can do better with your life than you can. Young people, give your life to Jesus. He can do better with your life. Your future is in his hands. Your prosperity is in his hands. Whatever you want to become, he has it. He has it. Do not give yourself to that guy. He's not worthy of you if he cannot do the right thing. Yeah. Hey, Pastor, I will not find anybody. I tell you, in a church of over 3,000 people, I can find you a partner by the grace of God. Take, take me by my word. Take me by my word. If you are here, you need a husband, you need a wife. Bring your vital statistics. I will match it by the end of the service. And it will be a godly person. Because if I make a recommendation of you to another pastor, in his mind, this person is correct. Because it's his reverend that made that recommendation. I'm telling you, we make way all the time. Nana sitting here has a beloved in the church. Yeah. Brother Cephas and the wife. Sister Trudy. Did we call it way making? All the way from London, Bishop Richard. Way making ministry. After three children later. They are here in the Louisville church. It's a way making ministry. So you don't be afraid. Keep on working for God. Keep on believing God. Keep on maintaining the standards. And keep on being loyal to God. Because God sees in your heart. I want you to believe this. It's not that your pastor is just getting you excited. If you want a wife or a husband, let me know. Come. If you don't want to meet me in the church, meet me at McDonald's. <laughs> so that you don't say that, hey, somebody saw you coming to see Pastor. You know, after church, I'll be here. Just come and talk to me. It's not about beloved. Less after church, you are leaving quickly because you feel that when you come close to me, you are coming to talk to me about beloved. I'm, I'm available. Don't be afraid. Hallelujah. We got to be loyal. We believe in the principle of leadership where everyone can climb up to the highest position in ministry. Somebody gave me the chance. Somebody gave me the chance. You can also be given the chance. All you have to have is have the right heart. You can rise up and become a reverend too. You can. The same training is the same training that is offered. Don't think that you are a type of a vessel. You are a type of a vessel. And in a great house, there are many vessels. Just be faithful. And the Lord will help you. Can I have an amen? amen? So the vision is what? Soul winning and church planting. And then what? Our principle is we believe in the principle of the word. Everything must be backed with the word. And then also the principle of loyalty. We believe that we must be loyal. And then we also believe in the principle of what? that everybody can become a leader in the church of God. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? It's not about gifts. If you are dependable, you'll be given the chance. Can I have an amen? 
the third thing is the philosophy of the house a philosophy is the type the way people think amen one time someone said what is he thinking that he is not saying it is very dangerous to have people around you who don't speak their mind it's very dangerous yeah very very dangerous to have a friend who does not speak his mind but it's always around you what are they thinking that they are not saying you are in a house with a father and all of a sudden your father has become quiet when you say it is a mm, mm, mm. what is your father thinking that he is not saying you must get to the bottom of it that you know what he's saying he's thinking that he's not saying what is god thinking about you prince that he is not saying god has to speak so that you know are you still here so the way people think a group of people think is that and in our church we believe that lay people must do the work we believe that educated people can also be in ministry our bishop is a medical doctor he's working reverend lindsay he's a medical he has his own practice he's a partner in his own practice he's still doing the work fully we believe the educated people have been to school too, a little school. We believe that educated people can do the work of God. Gone are the days, it was only people who had uh, the dropouts. In those days, if your child said he was going to be a priest, your father would say that you cannot be a priest because it was only school dropouts that end up going to become missionaries and going to become but this time around, the doctors and the PhD holders and then all those people are doing the work of God. Because God also needs intelligent people. I say God needs intelligent people. So don't keep your skill and your giftings only for your workplace. The church of God also needs it. People can organize things. They walk here, the decoration alone. Somebody is, is sitting down and thinking about the church. May that be your portion. Say, may that be your portion. So our philosophy is we believe that lay people can do the work. Who is a lay person? A lay person or a lay minister? I am a lay minister. It means I have my full-time job. I work. I'm a business owner. I'm a teacher. I'm a father. I am a mother. I am doing the work full-time. I am a mother to all of you. And a father. It means you are listening. Can I have an amen? Oh, do you believe this? I'm a lay minister. Which means I am not paid by the church. I do this because I love to do it and I want to please my master. We don't pay our instrumentalists. One time, one brother came and played bass small. That was before you. He came to play bass small. The next minute he has found the house he's go, he wants to buy. I should give him the money to pay for the house so that he will play the money off. Every Sunday he plays the bass. Dun, 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 dun. $50 gone. Every time he strikes a chord, $50. I looked at his face and I said, take your bass away. <laughs> I'll buy myself a house with that money and play genuinely unto God. 
Never do anything and expect somebody to reward you back. We don't pay any... Look at our single man. He's a FMD. He has his doctorate in pharmacy. Any place we don't pay him. In our church, we believe that lay ministers can do the work. If a time comes, you want to be full time. You can go full time. And full time, you are on salary in the church. But we believe that people can also do the work of God. I pay my tithe. A lot of the things we do in this church is out of sacrificial, I mean, from pockets. We do the work for God. It's because we love God. So when you are there, many times, small things, eh, the church takes money too much. The church runs on money. Even the gas tanker, that takes gas to the gas station where you go and buy to put in your car. That gas itself, it runs on gas. That gas tanker runs on gas. Beautiful building. Do you know the electric bill? Have you ever wondered who pays for the, the lawn that is cut? Have you ever wondered who buys the supplies? Have you ever wondered when you are sitting in the chair and you feel comfortable? Have you ever wondered who cleans the place? Have you ever wondered how that things are maintained in the church? Don't bring yourself. Because our little is important. God needs your little. So give it freely and do not complain. Because he was complaining that made Moses as he was leading the people made them don't move, reach the promised land. If it's $20 you want to give, give the $20. I don't give the $20 and go and stand somewhere and say that you know, eh, you know this child they like taking money. Meanwhile somebody has given 10000 compared to yours is insignificant. Somebody's giving their life. But in a great house, there are many vessels. If you can do more, do more. Don't say that me, I'm giving $20, or so how about you? Keep your decisions to yourself. Allow that person to be blessed because God, he sees in secret and rewards in the open. We are all not the same. Tay, you know that. We are all not the same. All the young people may be around you, but you may be different. Are you still being blessed or you stop being blessed? Hallelujah. The philosophy, think about it. The philosophy of the church is that we believe that lay people can do the work. Says that you can do the work, Cynthia. You can do the work. Don't just stay back. That's why in the French service, they are running the church. Oh, me, I just show up. The French, they are doing the thing. They own the church. When we start other branches and you are there, you own that branch. You own that branch. And they say, when I start the church, I own it all. So I'm going to start, I'm going to be a millionaire. Change your mind about that. Because first, you must be a servant. Because nowadays people start church with the motive that it shall be well with them. Not in this house. We do things here because we love God. No man taketh this upon himself except the Lord. You have to count the cost. You have to count the cost. 
don't put your hands to the plow and just take your hand off you disappoint God but I believe that God is helping us I say I believe that God is helping us the fourth thing that we must catch is we must know the standards of the house we should never compromise the standards of the house because the church has compromised standards that is why now lesbian bishops are being ordained gay bishops are being ordained the church was not like that but I said all people are equal where in the bible god loves us all but i mean god made us god never makes mistake we don't hate our brothers and sisters who have chosen a different part or we, we we don't agree with them but jesus christ also died for them we don't we don't agree with their choices but christ also loved them hallelujah hallelujah so the standards is husbands be faithful in your marriage we also believe the standards that we believe that young people must marry early you must marry early before you you get to the point where you love the person you are flowing with the person why do you put yourself in the place and tempt the guy to do bad things why we believe that you marry early if it is the will of God. Adam, Adam only had a job, right? God made Adam. He gave Adam a job and a place to lay his head. That was the what? The requirement to be married. Bro, you have a job. You have a place to lay your head. You can marry. When your parents are not taking care of you, is when you have a job and you are independent. Oh yes, it's good to marry early. It's good to marry early. Those are what I'm waiting to be like 34 or 35. By the time you get to 30, when you wait till 34, a lady, when you wait to 34, by the time you get the, all the good guys they have been taking. I'm telling you the truth. Anybody who is in our age group who is not married as of now, their chances are slim. Very slim. Oh, have I said something bad? If by now, then I say, hey, uh, uh, my, my biological clock is ticking. It started ticking the day you were born. And when the right guy came, you looked at him and he said he was too short. Recently, I was making a way for somebody. The reason why the thing did not work is that the lady said that I always dreamt about having a tall man like Brother Cephas. <laughs> Who wears glasses? I mean, I'm talking about tall man. It means that me, I was short. <laughs> As always. And I say that if my wife decided all her life that I was going to marry a pastor, she would have missed it. Because those days, I was a chobox boy. <laughs> you know what is chobox? When you are going to boarding house, they give you a box. You put all your provision. One needle, one milo, a bag of gari, the sugar, the one that is the cubes. And then we have a bottle of shito. Then you carry it. Chobox boy. Chobox boy. 
But little did she know that a whole giant is who I shall become. Because God will never, when God is giving you something, he will not bring it already processed. He will bring it in the raw state. That is why the church may have its mistakes. The church may look raw. But I know that in a great house, in a great house, one of the signs of a great house is that God has many vessels. The vessel may not look impressive. But the day is coming. The same preaching that I'm preaching, people will gather and wait. One time Bishop said that he was online and he saw this. A young guy. Eh? People had gathered in a hall. They sat down for six hours. And this guy shows up. A young man. Just wearing jeans and a top. The people waited so they can hear the man of God speak. The value you place on something is what is going to make it work for you. The, proce- the prophecy you believe is what shall practically happen to you. Can I have an amen? Can I have an amen? Can I have an amen? So the standards of this house is, I'm telling this man, marry early. Whether you marry in winter, you marry the same requirement is what is going to be used. There has to be a ring. There has to be coming in front of the altar. Parents have to agree. So why should it be that it always has to be a summer wedding? No, I'm not saying that him. I'm just using that as an example. Why does it have to be like that? That I have to wait when I've lost about 12 pounds. Do you know what will happen to you before you, you lose 12 pounds? If a guy wants to marry you, ladies, he wants to marry you now. Any guy who said, you know, let's study ourselves for a while. Tell them that your pastor said he's a liar. Yeah. Tell him, your pastor said he's a liar. Because if I, if I like you, if I like you, I like you now. You know, let's get to know each other for like a year. Do you know what can happen in a year? Have you ever heard the beautiful ones are not born yet? Within that year, some more beautiful ones will surface. That's where you will know truly what is in the person's heart. But we believe that young people must marry quickly. So that you don't sin. So that you can live a pure life. You You cannot even stand in the choir to sing. Because where you slept last night. Let's let's not go there. Let's 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 come here. Amen. Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. Because we cannot lower the standards. Let's not lower the standards. Let's not lower it. Because very soon, if we lower the standard to a certain level, there will not be any difference between a Christian and an unbeliever. Don't lower the standards at your workplace. Don't lower. Everybody is doing this. So you also want to be accepted and you try to do it. Take a stand that I am for Christ. Take a stand. If they fire you, it's okay. It means that that environment is toxic for you. If I'm fired because I am a Christian, 
then that environment will not help me because iron will sharpen iron. It means that that place I am is actually rather not going to cause my iron to be sharpened. Take a stand for Christ. Take a stand for Christ. Everybody in your group is doing this. I say that I will not do it because I believe that Christ is right there. God sees us in secret. Oh. The things that we do, the bad things that we do. Some of us watch pornography. Yeah. Pornography. You, you finish from church, then you go home, then you switch on the pornography, then you are sitting down. It's the truth. It's the truth. Pornography. Ask that God will deliver you. I'm talking to somebody specific. I'm talking to somebody specific. God wants to deliver you. God wants to deliver you. Rather, find somebody. Marry them. Exercise yourself. That's it. You don't have to. I mean, I mean, it's the truth. Why do you put yourself in a place where everything that you do is like, when somebody, you even hear that a car is passing. Why should you do that? If what you are doing is right, then all men should be able to come to your room. It's not only the guys, the ladies also do that. You have sex toys. It's truth. Believe it. Anything you are doing that is destroying you, you want to stop, you can't stop it. It's a demon. You really have to give it up. You have to give it up. Pornography is not meant for you. It's not meant for you. It's not meant for you. It's a demon. You have allowed demon into your house. Whatever thing you use to watch it, go and crash it. Crash it. Seriously. Let it out of your house. Let it out of your house. You have pornographic movies and all. Go and take it and go and dump them somewhere. Put them in the trash bin. And when you put it there, don't wake up at dawn and crawl into it and take them back. Let it go. Hallelujah. You have to say no. You have to say no. You have to pray that God, I want to be free. Listen, one of the ways you can walk away from demonic attacks is to disagree. As soon as you disagree, you are free. Anytime you are praying for somebody to be delivered, you say that, do you want to be free? Then they are standing there, they can't speak. So open your mouth and say that, I want to be free. As soon as they open their mouth, they are free. Because once you buy in into that, they have control over your life. And if you are a Christian, no devil can have control over your life. No spirit of pornography can have control over your life. No demons can. Oppression, depression, oppression. It is all satanic. You have to let it go. Oh, pastor, you know, since this thing happened to me, since this guy left me, I am depressed. What you have said with your mouth, you need to go back and stand in the mirror and say that I take it back. I am not depressed. I am happy. How can you be depressed because of a guy? If the guy deserves your depression, he will not have left. There's somebody for you. Young people, be faithful. Be pure. When you need a partner, come and see your pastor. 
It will be very easy for you. I'm making a promise and I will deliver. I'll deliver all across the world. Whether you want a Chinese, you want a Korean, you want everything. I will be able to find. It's just a matter of texting a pastor. Who knows a pastor? Who knows a pastor? Yeah. In a great house, there are many verses. Believe it though. I'm not standing here just talking. Believe it. Because pastors sometimes we call each other. We say that, Charlie, do you have a very nice young guy in your church? Recently, when I went to uh, Ghana, Danipal, we were sitting at the dining table. We were talking. The one pastor said that, Charlie, I have a daughter. That's okay. Because once the pastor said, I have a daughter, I must find a son. Yeah. So now I know. Then another one coming there. I hear you have some. One or two people in your church. I say yes. Say what type do they want? I say I will get back to you. It's a great house. It's a great house. It's a great house. If you are faithful, you see now you are marrying to a lady pastor. You are married to somebody who's become a pastor. Hallelujah. Let's get serious. We like stories too much. Number five. What was number five? What's number four? Can I finish my message? So the standards. So what's the standards of the house? faithfulness 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 and then we don't want to lower the standards not at all the standards must be high okay yeah if you're praise and worship leader stay pure you cannot have things going on you know it's like the music director here sleeping with somebody here the prayer secretary is praying no those things not in the church of god not in the church of god we have to even be afraid you like somebody in the choir do it the right way bring the person to your and say I like this guy we give you ultimatum you got to do it right then the move of God will move on hallelujah are you being blessed number five is what the doctrine of the house the doctrine is the trend of teaching amen teaching in the house and one of the doctrines we have also is loyalty I've mentioned that we teach extensively on deep things. Hallelujah. When I stand here and I'm teaching on loyalty, don't say that, eh, the pastor has, you know, because of something I've done, the pastor is preaching on loyalty and disloyalty. It's like he's saying that I'm disloyal. No, it is what? One of the things that are in the house. What If you are here, you will hear stages of disloyalty. Number one is offense. You will hear that. If you have not heard it, then you just came. You have not heard that before then you just came because there will be offense after offense, what what next hey i preach this thing after offense what you become passive passivity no 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 wait you start from what yeah espiritus independiente you become independent then offense then you go down the, by the time you get to the very end you become a, re, a rebel but the lord will help us today so the doctrine we have talked about 
and then what the procedures of the house the procedures of the house that's number six the procedures of the house the way things are done in every church is different in our church a person becomes a pastor by rising through the ranks one must first be a shepherd as I would say shepherds are meeting one must first be a shepherd before becoming promoted to a lay pastor that is just the way things are done here hallelujah we have some full-time ministers as well but you see you cannot become a leader of the church if you do not pay your tithe if you are a leader in the church i can go to the treasury and find out if you like go and find out my tithe record i pay my tithe so you cannot say that i'm a leader of the church and you yourself you do not pay tithe then why are you deceiving you can easily steal money from the church we don't put people in a, people in the, in the treasury when you are in the treasury the standard that your picture and everything is available you cannot steal money in the church one time one brother said hey the guy who said that now you are prospering no he said you know i joined the ushers yeah join the ushers in one of our churches back home in ghana one time the chief usher was smuggling money and then he was caught how he was caught somebody came to church and deposited some huge amount of money it's like about a thousand pounds like one of these healing jesus campaign thing so after that one time I met bishop he said oh bishop you know last time you, when you died i put a thousand they did not know where that thousand pounds passed there are thieves amongst us thieves amongst us they are liars amongst us they are murderers amongst us because if you hate your brother bible say you are a murderer if you cannot flow with a brother you are a liar because god whom you have not seen how do you say you love god when you cannot handle the person who is sitting by you you are a liar you are a liar you cannot just come to the presence of god and pretend god should have mercy on us we all tell lies. Your pastor also tells the lies sometimes. Yeah, I'm human. Not physical lies, but maybe you know, the person is doing something you really don't like. If I say, "Oh, it's nice," it's it's a type of a lie. Because sometimes you don't want to discourage them. That thing they have done is not nice. Sometimes all of us liars. You look at that and say, "Oh, Charlie, your hairstyle is nice. Oh, it's fine." Meanwhile, in your head, you know it's the ugliest thing you've ever seen. It's a type of a lie. Are you trying to make it? You don't want to hurt their feelings. How many of us you don't want to hurt people's feelings? Yeah, you say it nicely. Oh, I like your skirt. It lo really looks nice. But what you wanted to tell them that the thing was too short. So why beat about the bush? Just tell them that sister. One time I saw a lady when she was coming, her breast was showing. I walked to her, I said, we did not come to church to look at your breast. Go and change. She left and she went to change, but she came back. Because you can't come and torment the young guys. Oh. Some, right? Some. They can't, <laughs> they can't come and torment you. They can't. I got your back. Can't go. Let's dress modestly. Just dress modestly if you're a young lady dress modestly cover yourself don't come to church dress nice and out there when we see you no no 
No, 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 no. Because a God-fearing woman, you have to cover yourself. Cover yourself. And God will help you. Hallelujah. So pay your tithes. If you're a leader, pay your tithes. If you're a church member, pay your tithes. Hallelujah. Mm. In our church, one of the other things to the procedure is that there is extensive counseling. Six months of counseling before you get married. Six months. Every devil in you that would worry your marriage will cast it out. Six months of counseling. If you are planning on getting married, don't wait two weeks and come to tell me the pastor, I'm going to marry them. It's not going to happen. Not under our clock. In our church, six months of counseling. Six months of counseling. Most churches require that there is a proof that you have had counseling. Yeah. The pastor will write, say that, take a letter from your pastor to show that you have, to, you have done counseling. If you are going to marry from another church. Six months of counseling before getting married. Hey, Pastor, me, it's too long ago. That's how it is. I've told people to do counseling, they disobeyed, and then they just went to marry. If the fire begins to burn, don't come to my office. Because if you call me, that Pastor, this is like, a, go to page 55. Because you both had the book. On page 55, your solution is right there. You don't have to even sit in your car to move here. Model marriage. It's a good book. Can I end my message? There has to be extensive counseling. Another thing also is that our procedures, we take two offerings. It is very, we take two offerings. The first offering is the first. The second offering is our missions offering. You sow into soul winning and church planting is our thing. So soul winning, I mean our goal is that souls will be one for Christ. So take the second offering seriously. Take it seriously. Take it seriously. Take it seriously. All this thing that I've been telling you is under procedures. I say one of the things we do is leaders should pay their tithes. And then I also saying that we believe in that's what we call first and best. When you take the envelope behind it, we have first and best. And we we take two offerings in church on Sundays, and then also extensive counseling. Hallelujah. The seventh thing you must catch is the emphasis of the house. The peculiarities of this house. We emphasize of preaching and teaching of the word of God. Preaching and teaching of the word of God. Preaching and teaching of the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And finally, the anointing of the house. Hallelujah. The anointing of the house. That is what you need to actually move forward. There's a great anointing in this house. There's a great anointing on our Father. Hallelujah. Amen. 3,000 churches across the world. Large crusades. If you like Google, largest crusades in the world, the Healing Jesus campaign will show up as one of them. When they went to Nigeria, half a million people were gathered. It's not imaginary, real people. They count real people. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I've brought my message to the close. Let's recap. Eight things you must catch. Eight things you must catch. The first one is what? The vision of the house. What is our vision? Soul winning and church planting. It's as easy as it to get. The next one is the principles of the house. What's the principle? The word of God and what? Loyalty and leadership. We believe you can become a leader. After you marry, your leadership is not just on your wife. You must prove to be a true leader in the house of the Lord. Yeah. Say, I'm the head of the family. So after you marry, then you grow wings. We'll cut it off. Unless you prove that you are a leader in the church of God. And we'll give it back to you. Yeah? Seriously. If you are faithful to God. Listen, ladies, let me give you an advice. The men, close your ears. The best guy to marry is somebody who loves God. Because if he loves God and he respects God, they will treat you right. They will treat you right. If you fear God, and I know that you are made in the image of God, I will treat you right. Guys, you can listen now. Tay was seriously putting his hands in his ears. But I know he heard what I, what I said. Love God. Love God. Love God. Tell a guy sitting by you, love God. And all will be well. Number three, philosophy. What's the philosophy? Our general thinking trend. And we said what? Lay people do the work. We believe in that. What was the fourth one? The standards. And what are the standards? We expect us to be faithful. Hallelujah. And that the standards cannot be lowered. What's the fifth one? The doctrine of the house. Amen. And what is the doctrine of the house? The trend of teaching. Loyalty is also part of the doctrine. And number six is what? What are the procedures? Shepherds pay their tithe. And then what? Extensive counseling and what? Offering. Two offerings. Seven. The emphasis of the house is what? The word of God and teaching. You know? And then the anointing on the house is the final thing that we talked about. Hallelujah. Shall we rise to our feet? Has this helped us to understand the church better? So that you don't get confused. This is our emphasis. Soul winning and church planting. Hallelujah. But I believe that because of that, the Lord is with us. Lift up your hands and begin to thank the Lord. Begin to thank the Lord for his word as we prepare our hearts to come to him. Oh, lift up your hands and let's prepare as we come to him. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless you. Father, we honor you and we appreciate you, Lord. Thank you. Talk to him. Talk to him. Talk to him. Talk to him. Jesus, we thank you. We thank you, oh God, that you've called us into a great house. Help us to catch the spirit of the house. Help us, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Talk to him. Just talk to him. Just talk to him. Wherever you are, wherever you are, seize the movement. Just talk to him. Talk to him. Talk to him. He wants your heart. He wants your heart. First of all, give your life to him. 
that he may use you to do great things unto himself father we thank you father we bless you father we honor you father we appreciate you oh god we yield ourselves to be vessels that you can work through vessels that you can work through make us oh god vessels that are purged lord for in a great house are many vessels may we be the right kind of a vessel the vessel oh god that you need and the vessel that you want change us oh god change us oh god father oh god may we catch the spirit of the house may we know why you have brought us here and may we know how far you are taking us let your will be done lord let your will be done thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord continue to talk to him all over the sanctuary every eye is closed if you are here you don't know the lord if you die right now you don't know where you are going just put your hands down if you don't know where you are going if you should die right now you don't know where you are going but you want every eyes closed you want to say that pastor i want you to pray with me i need jesus in my life heaven is real hell is real i don't have to say anything but god wants to have a relationship with you you can walk out of this place and that is the end of you and your destination is hell but today god wants to give you a chance if you shall hear his voice do not harden your heart but come unto him come unto him if you are here you want to say that pastor pray with me i need jesus in my life i need jesus in my life i want you to lift your right hand above your head you need jesus in your life lift that right hand above your head i see your hand right there i see your hand right there thank you jesus you need jesus in your life you need jesus in your life i see your hand right there thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord lift that right hand way above your head you need jesus you need jesus remember you need jesus do not be ashamed do not be ashamed do not be ashamed it's your life that is at stake heaven is real hell is real but jesus christ is calling you i see your hand there i see your hand there i see your hand there thank you jesus if your hand is lifted up i want you to come to me right now just walk to me just walk to me just walk to me walk to me right now walk to me right now oh, 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 oh. I surrender all. I surrender every eye is closed every eye is closed i want you to close your eyes and pray this prayer after me and the entire congregation i feel i feel i want to give another chance this is a final call you are here you need jesus in your life if you die right now you don't know where you are going i want you to come just come right now leave your seat and come right now this is a final call it's a final call it is a final call leave your seat and come right now jesus wants to have a relationship with you thank you lord i want you to pray this prayer after me say lord jesus lord jesus I thank you for my life and I thank you that you have considered me today I know I am a sinner please forgive my sins wash me with your blood I believe you died to set me free and so today I invite you into my heart to be my Lord and Savior thank you for saving me 
Heavenly Father, I bless you for the life of these young ones. Thank you for the opportunity for them to say yes to your call. I pray that you would release angels in their lives. For when a man giveth their life to Christ, there is great rejoicing in heaven. I invoke the blessings of angels over their lives, Lord. May they never, oh God, be in a place where they will compromise their decision today. Help them, Lord. We give you glory. Build a hedge around them. Protect them. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Very powerful. I'm going to talk to We believe the word of God has actually come down to you and you have been blessed. Come join our services at 4200 Bellrad Drive in Louisville, Kentucky. This and every Sunday at 10 a.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m.